Welcome to We The Blueprint. <laughs> I'm Joe, right, this is Ant. We got our special guest Jordan today. For the second time. For the second time. Second time, yeah. First time you talked about stocks. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Big cryptocurrency. And I still don't know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're going to ask you uh, some other questions and then we'll get back to uh, crypto. Maybe I'll learn something today. They kind of all intertwine together. So what are we talking about? A little tidbits. What are we talking about? NFTs. NFTs. So for somebody like myself, break it down in layman terms that I can understand. Well, for an intelligent person as yourself, NFT stands for non-fungible token. So fungible means something that can't be replaced or changed. Uh, it can hold many different aspects as in uh, real estate and artwork, music, even education. Uh, Digital identities can be built on top of them. A lot of different stuff, man. But right now, like the biggest uh, avenue that people have been using them for is for art and uh, music and um, verification. So it's basically a digital signature that proved that you own and that you created whatever you said that you did, right? Mm -hmm. So adds value into having ownership of things in the digital digitized world. So you say real estate, you're not talking about actual. Yeah, it can be actual real estate. So right now, the biggest uh, when I'm when I talk about real estate, I mean, like uh, digital real estate, as in like metaverse stuff like that. Right. So Facebook just did a big rebranding talking about metaverse stuff, which involves NFTs and um, building on things digitally, uh, which also encompasses um, the, the tokens too also that go into these because like the artwork is actually a token too which a lot of people don't think about it like it can be traded it can be sent from one person to the other and everything like that but not one is exactly the same each one is unique none none of them are exactly the same so what determines the uh like the value of it just like any other market it takes a buyer and a seller right so the value comes from so say, for instance, right, the way that I like to explain it to some people is if you're a wealthy person and you have a, a Lamborghini, right, you got enough money to own and drive a Lamborghini, maybe a few hundred people get to see that Lamborghini, right? So that $200,000 flex only reaches, a, has an outreach of hundreds of people, right? Right. So now that everything is moving into a digital age and people are more online, you spend more time on your in front of a screen right in your world in your lifetime now than you ever have in before right right so instead of having just that lamborghini now you can buy which are extremely uh pricey now but um it's like the lambo of the nfts but board eight yacht club uh which is really famous by likes of steph curry kevin durant future a lot of people of these celebrity uh, tiers have been buying into these things because now they see they use them as their avatars. They're using them as their face out there in the digital world. So right. that is their Lambo. Now, millions of people get to see that flex, right? Right. Now you see, hey, man, I own a board at Yacht Club. Oh, that he rich, rich. Right. right. And you have to be able to prove, right, because somebody's going to try to check you on it, too, right, if they don't really think you got the money, right? You'd be like, oh, yeah, man, let's see uh, that that address. Let's see that digital signature, right? You show it to them, and then it's like, all right, everybody shuts up. Because now you have 
As easy as that, pull it up, you show it to them, boom. Right? Because before, somebody would be like, oh, man, is that your Lambo? Oh, he rented that. Right? That ain't his real money. Oh, that's a rented house or something like that. Now you have instantaneous be like, all right, you right. can quiet it up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, it's like right now the big thing is people are using them as a online flex, but they have real use cases in the real world as in, like I said, real estate. So whenever you buy a house or you sell a house, you get a mountain of paperwork, right? So imagine being able to exchange value from you being a seller of a house, me being a buyer of a house. If we just exchange that deed via a non-fungible token, <clears throat> something that can't be changed, and it's on a blockchain that is going to live forever, right? Anybody can see it. Everybody can see it. Um, so then now that mountain of paperwork that has all these extra hands that have to get involved now comes down to either it just be a a b transaction or maybe there's a c i don't really understand like how the ecosystem is supposed to be built out right because it's still in its infancy though right right but it may just come down to instead of having to go and then have a lawyer there right because you got all these different things to have to prove that this is true ownership being exchanged from you to me or however it is. So it changes things like that. And now you have this deed of this house that lives forever, that is transparent. Everybody can see it. And it shows that you are the true owner and it can't be replicated or changed. Right. Somebody can't hack into it and be like, Oh, right. Aunt is now the owner of this house. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's built upon blockchain, which is, Something that it'll, it'll take a whole nother discussion to go into how secure and things like that the blockchains are. Yeah, so. yeah. <clears throat> so how do we sign up for NFTs to begin? Uh, you can sign up. There's a few different ways, right? So the biggest marketplace right now is going to be OpenSea. Um, you can Google it, OpenSea.io. Um, it's built upon the Ethereum blockchain, which is a cryptocurrency. And it is by far right now has the most volume in the NFT space. But um, there's other ones. Uh, Coinbase is actually getting ready to launch their NFT marketplace. Shoot, it should be in the next few weeks or so, to oh, be yeah. honest with you, which a lot of people believe should expand the outreach to a lot of different people, right? Because on mm -hmm. OpenSea, there's only, I want to say, 300,000 wallets that have interacted with OpenSea before. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about in a world full of billions of people, only 300,000 people have ever interacted with this. So for those who don't know, what's a wallet? A wallet, oh, so like a uh, cryptocurrency wallet. Um, you have uh, an Ethereum wallet, which is gonna be the one you'll interact with on OpenSea. It's uh, called MetaMask. That's where you hold your cryptocurrency and you use it has your built-in digital ID in there too also. So you don't actually have to go on there and be like, Jordan Harper is now transacting here, right? It has my wallet address and it's on the blockchain and stuff. So like, it just has a signature to where you can transact and be who you are in this digital world without it um, being like, hey, this is who I am. Right, because gotcha. a lot of wealthy people don't want everybody to know what they're buying and selling and stuff like that too, so they love that Web three application stuff that they got. Right, 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 right. 
So with with the uh, with the wallet, is that something that you have separate from the different apps, or is like that included with, like, say, OpenSea? Is mm-hmm. do you have to have? Yeah, you your have own the, wallet. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a separate um, app. Yeah. Um, so and when you interact with OpenSea, you'll use a wallet that's called MetaMask, and MetaMask is an Ethereum wallet, which it has many applications across crypto like you can use a bunch of different stuff but you use it to store your crypto your ethereum cryptos and stuff in there and then you use that as your currency on OpenSea to buy and sell on so so it's almost like i guess equivalent to a bank account Mm -hmm. yep just like a bank account so like you can think of it like a venmo or paypal cash app something like that but for cryptocurrency okay okay See that basically? I understand that part. There you go. See? One step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> I understand that part. I'm trying to think like the best way to break down like how mm, how like uh, an NFT really has value and how it has a future. Right? So to me, I see it as in being really big whenever it comes to music. Because there's been a lot of disparities between like artists and their royalties and them getting paid, and like you have these big labels that take a big chunk of like an artist's net revenue, right? Right. So whenever it comes down to royalties, now whenever you put a song out there, if you're an independent artist that's like coming up and you don't really have a huge capital to work with, you don't have a huge label that's like backing you and fronting you and all this other stuff. One way that you can get you know, build your popularity and also build up your capital and your fan bases to be like, all right, crowdfund your music, crowdfund your album, right? So your album artwork and stuff like that, put it out there as an NFT, right? Your fan base is going to determine what the true value is going to be of that NFT, right? Right. On the back end, like with NFTs, you can also, since they're built upon what's called smart contracts, right? Which is uh, what Ethereum is. It's a smart contract layer. You can put in there in the code that these royalties, anytime that this artwork is that exchanges hands, the creator gets these royalties back, right? Whether it be 2%, 5%, 10%, whatever, right? They can set it up however they want. They can set it up however they want to. So instead of you just having this one transaction as, you know, this art goes out of the door and you never get anything else back from it, right? You being the creator that put all this effort into it, right? And it blows up and it becomes very popular, and that thing gets passed around a lot, you get all this secondary residual that's coming back to you as a creator too mm-hmm. now, right? Without anybody having to do anything. Nobody right. has to check or send you a check or deposit this into your account or anything like that. It's all built into the code where, hey, I'm going to send you this, boom. As a creator, you just got 5% of whatever that value of that total was right. that was spent. So, but man, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but it, it, it reminds me, I, I think you said that it's also a way to, let me think, I, it's also a way to where you can get, uh, where you, is it where you don't have to wait for somebody to, to sell it mm-hmm. to where you can just get like monthly. Oh yeah. Um, so there, there are certain projects. I guess kind of similar to, uh, with stocks, which are, uh, Dividend, dividend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, there are certain projects that have a passive income utility, right? Uh So, for holding on to a uh, NFT. So, for instance, there's one big one that's called 
CyberCogs, right? It's an Ethereum project too also. But they have the a Genesis um, collection. I think it was a thousand of them. So of that thousand, every single day that you hold this NFT, you get, um, I believe it's 10 banana tokens, right? And these banana tokens got up to, I think, about $200 a token. So you're getting roughly about $2,000 a day just for holding this NFT and staking it um, on their on their site, right? So basically, it means that it's pulling it off of the uh, secondary markets to show that nobody can buy it, which means that it adds to the scarcity and the rarity too also. So if nobody else can buy it, it calls the price to shoot, like skyrocket up. So right. the cheapest one now, I want to say, is like, I think it was like $100,000 or something like that, $150,000. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think about it, you're getting $2,000 a day. Mm-hmm. That's going to pay for itself right. eventually, right? And, and that, I forget how long that it runs for. It's either like 10 or 15 years or something like that. But you're getting that for that amount of time just right. for holding mm-hmm. on to this NFT. Um, so you, you, so you hold the them like stock if you want to, mm-hmm. and you get so your, it could be years before something pop. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I got some that I expected to take off. They ain't take off, but I mean I'm holding on to them because I still believe that they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Their roadmap is a little lengthy because they have a big plan, right? Something that's really big that they want to do. And it takes a lot of time and effort that right. goes into it. So cause the price to come down because people don't have that instant gratification of seeing something and having something to be able to interact with. But I don't know. Maybe it'll pop because um, there's one that's called CryptoPunks. It didn't do anything for a long time. And then all of a sudden it started taking off because NFTs became more popular. And like now they're like one of them sold for like millions of dollars. Mm. So, I mean... People are starting to realize that real value comes into proof of ownership, right? Um, They've started to notice that stuff that they put out there on YouTube and Instagram, Facebook, they don't really own that information and that that stuff that they created, right? Right. Right. So a lot of the, I guess you blame it on the millennials, right? What they've noticed is that they want to take that power back and then they figure out a way to do that. So even whenever it comes down to like tweets, somebody sold uh, the first tweet ever Mm -hmm. as an NFT and it went for like a million dollars or something like that. Right. Uh, Steph Curry, you know, with him breaking the three point um, record, he's really big in the NFTs and he just put out a collection now where with the NFT, you also get physical items too also right so like you'll get signed stuff right like whether it be signed shoes or whatever it is right mm-hmm. what he what these <clears throat> people have realized is that they can capitalize upon communities right Steph Curry has a huge following he knows that his following is going to do what they do right they're right. going to spend this money on this stuff because one day, yeah, it, like you'd be able to imagine what a Michael Jordan trading card back in the day goes for now, right? So imagine what an NFT that now can be sent 
to you, to you, to anybody across the world in a matter of minutes instead of having to be like, hey, I'm going to go search and find this mint trading card and all this other stuff. Because now that it's online, now you don't have to worry about it getting damaged. You ain't got to worry about, you know, like keeping it mint condition and all this other stuff. So I really think the NFTs are going to be huge. Um, You can, some people like to think of it as like a fad or it's kind of like, you know, Tulip Mania and all this other stuff. Some of these projects, actually, the majority of the projects that are out there, they're going to die and they're going to go away. Um, but it's the same thing with stocks. Right. Mm-hmm. So just like anything, it's going to be ebbs and flows in the market. And, and since it's still so young, there's a lot of people trying to scam people in the market, too, also. So you got to watch out for that. Right. Um, there's a lot of people trying to take advantage of others in the market, in the NFT market. So you got to watch out for that. But it's kind of like the wild, wild west because it's so new. So new. They don't really understand what the application can be in the future because somebody proposed an idea that I saw. <clears throat> and it made a lot of sense to me after I thought about it. But think about the way that education and like um, universities and stuff are, are built now, right? Mm-hmm. You go to school, you pay a lot of money for something that you get like a little piece of paper, right? Imagine if your education, your curriculum comes from the university, but it's as an NFT, right? You have to check all these blocks. You have to go through all this curriculum for it to be verified, right? And then for you to graduate, once you graduate, instead of you just keeping it and earning nothing back from that, right? Now you can sell that to the next freshman that's coming in, right? And the university gets their royalties every time it's resold, right? Right. I don't think that'll ever come to play. Because I don't think that, uh, you know, the, what is it, Fannie Mac and all them, they, mm-hmm. they will not allow it. The government won't allow it, but it makes sense to me. I so I could, so you can either buy, and tell me if I'm wrong, I could buy a one-of-one one NFT, mm-hmm. or is it also possible for me to buy something that other people also have access to? You mean like uh like a stock, you, you know, anybody buy, like can buy a, a Nike stock. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Right. For a, get a piece of that Nike stock. Is it the same with NFTs? It was pretty much you just buy one. So in that sense it would be a part of the collection, right? You can you can buy parts of a collection. Okay. Right. Okay. So like I said, that Cybercons, there's a thousand of those, right? In right. the Genesis collection. So you can buy one of those thousand. But each one is going to be different. None of them are going to be the same. The same. Right. Okay. 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 So, yeah, each one is unique in, 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 a, in its way. So, so from an in, investing standpoint, at least the things that we've talked about was stock, crypto, and now we're talking about NFTs. Right. What would be your... Well, I guess, in, and, and in either one of those, you don't necessarily have to know about the other one. Right. You know, you can right. you can know all about crypto and not know nothing about stock or NFTs and Absolutely. Know, interchangeable. And to be honest with you, most of the people in NFTs don't know anything about crypto. Right. And it's interesting to me. But then you have some people that jump on whatever the, the hot item of the day is. Right. So what is your advice as far as strategy do you think if you are investing in stock that you should um fully grasp that before you jump on to something else or no not 
I don't think so because from my standpoint, like I started off kind of messing with stocks, but like not really diving in hard, right? I never mess with trading options or any of that kind of stuff like that until, you know, more recently now. Um, but before it was like, hey, you need to be invested in stocks. Okay. So I bought the stock. And right. I didn't know what else to do with it, really. <clears throat> and then I got introduced to cryptocurrency, started learning more about those markets and how to trade and what all goes into it. And then I got introduced to NFTs through cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. um, but I think about it like if, when it comes down to like a portfolio and the way that you should stack it out, I'm big on diversity. And since NFTs are so young and so infant, I have exposure to it. But I mean, that's a smaller allocation of my, you know, my portfolio. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely want exposure to it because it being so young, right? And I see the use cases in the future. I see like the way the ball's rolling. And for such a corporation like Facebook to completely make a 180, right? And go into the realm of metaverse, right? Which encompasses NFTs. There's no way that they're gonna create a, a metaverse and not incorporate mm -hmm. NFTs. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely, believe in having some exposure in each realm right like now I, i've got exposure to stocks most of my allocation i'm really big on crypto so most of my portfolio is in crypto and then nfts and then miscellaneous things here and there all right so where do people um go to find the right nft that's going to be a more of a personal thing like you got to figure out what kind of NFTs and like what resonates with you, right? So you got to do your research. That's the biggest thing. Right. So where do they go? So you can start with YouTube and then you'll YouTube. find different communities, different influencers that talk about things. And if somebody makes sense to you, you can join their Discord. Discord is really big mm -hmm. uh, in the NFT community. You Pretty much, you, you're not going to be successful if you don't have Discord, and you're not going to be successful if you don't have Twitter, too, also. That's a really big mm -hmm. use um, of information right there. So are people charging on their Discord for, for it, or is it the No, I, I haven't. No, I haven't run across any of them, but okay. I also buy the NFTs to get into some of these Discords. So you have to buy an NFT, though? You don't have to, no. Oh, okay. Most of them are free, free? like the ones from YouTube. And they say, hey, go down there and join my Discord. Okay, cool. Right. Go down there. Look in there. Don't just jump on the first thing that they talk about. It may not be for you. Patience is a big thing. It does move fast, but you got to, like, make sure that it makes sense to you. All right? You're going to miss something. You're definitely going to miss something. You're not going to catch everything. Um, and don't try to become a trader in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Learn the space. Learn learn what an NFT really is first mm -hmm. and then figure out what you like, right? Me, I started with looking at the artwork, right? I wanted to find something that looked good and mm -hmm. that I, even if it went to zero, right? I'm fine with holding on to it because I liked it and I right. hold on to it, right? Print it out, toss it up in the room or something like that, you know? And it's yours. Yeah, and you own it. It's yours. 
And I mean, I'm st- I'm, I actually got a project that I'm working on right now where I'm using my NFTs to benefit, right? Capitalize upon because I own it now. Right. So, yeah, it's diff- there's so many different things that I think we've just seen the tip of the iceberg because it's so organic. Like the communities, it's not like there's a big corporation that's driving all these different things. It's usually right three dudes, three, four dudes or girls or whoever, whatever, people that came up with an idea. One of them usually is an artist. One of them is usually a marketer, PR kind of person. One of them is usually a developer that knows how to do all the code and computer stuff. And then one of them might be like a operations type of person or, you know, the founder or something like that. But right. that's, it's usually just regular people that know an artist or good at art or something like that or have a vision and they create something and then next thing you know like uh you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars and you didn't even know it now your artwork is now turned into a corporation or a business too right so what's the what's the highest uh is a commission when you sell something royalties what's the highest royalty you've seen I think I saw like 15 one time. Okay. Yeah. So like okay. every time they exchange his hands, they get 15%. Yeah. They get 15 But do the owner choose their uh, royalty amount? How'd that go? Yeah. Because I time. seen Mark Cuban. I forget what he said he was going to do. His, I think it was like. Gary Vee. I, I don't know what 50% his is. 50% or something. I think I heard something he, he makes He makes very nice money um, off of his royalties. royalties. Like, yeah. Secondary sales can sustain some people for ever. Yeah. Just because the way that they have their royalties set up. And those things need to be moving. People got to be buying and selling, right? So it takes a community, it takes popularity, it takes volume. Right. So. You ain't thought about doing no videos or ebook or nothing like that? Yeah, man. Said I'm working on some stuff. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure because. You got the uh, ability to do it. Yeah, you got the look too. Hmm. Yeah, that's debatable. But. That's, that's, that's Scully. That's the Scully. <laughs> okay, so let's say I got a thousand dollars. Uh huh. And I come to you and say, "Look, man, I don't know nothing about crypto, but I got this money. I don't want to put it in the bank because I'm not going to get any interest off of it." Oh, you mean NFT, not crypto? No, I'm talking about crypto now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What, what do I need to do? I mean, I'm I'm huge got, on making sure that I got thousand dollars. Everybody understands. I'm not gonna hold you liable if I lose it. <laughs> That's what they all say. Right? That's what they all say. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. But um, yeah, no. Oh, man, better, I mean, let me put it this way then. God forbid if you went down to zero. Mm-hmm. You had a thousand dollars that you could invest. You had a thousand dollars disposable money. What would you do? What would I invest in? What That's would what you invest saying? in, right? I mean, I would spread it out a little bit, um, but it would definitely be in crypto. Um, right now, I think that there's still room to go. It's still in a bull run, so I think there's still room to go. Money to be made. Um, I would split it up between. Ethereum, which okay. is one that we've been talking about. <clears throat> There's another one uh, called Polkadot, which is kind of like Ethereum. And then, uh, what was my other one? 
Oh yeah, uh, Chainlink, which is another one. That's all of these are cryptocurrency altcoins. Um, great use cases, man. Like uh, I think that like, once we get to that point in the future, that we're gonna be dealing with crypto and we don't even think about it, right? It's, it's just gonna be built in and you don't even understand that you're doing it. And matter of fact, there's stuff today that we're dealing with that we, you don't even know that you're messing with crypto, but. Chain link, polka dot, Ethereum. Ethereum. Yes, sir. Those, those are my, those are my, I'm my look it big up. ones right now. I'm gonna check it out. XRP too, that's another one too. They got a lawsuit going on though, but a lawsuit is supposed to be over something. XR, is that Ripple? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yep. They don't, they don't go by Ripple, though. Oh, my the bad. The, the company is Ripple. The token is XRP. XRP. They want to make sure that's very clear. That's part mm -hmm. of the, it's part of the lawsuit. Yep. The difference. Okay, okay, okay. See, I just learned something. Yeah. So XRP. Yeah. My notes hit. But it used to be Ripple back in the day. So for all you old school crypto people, yes, it is Ripple, Ripple. from back in the day. <laughs> right. They had to do a little rebrand. Like Facebook. Right. <laughs> like Facebook, yeah. right? But I which I don't understand though. Like nobody trusts Facebook right now. You think they're gonna trust Facebook metaverse? Cause they going they going for is it's the world, not the it's not, not the United States. You gotta remember right. that. Right, I get that. So we be a lot of us, America be a little bit ahead of the other people who they going out to. Business-wise, mm -hmm. so it, they still will trust it right so. now. I don't think so. The world, yeah, because the world is like they don't like centralization, right? They don't like having somebody that's in control of some stuff. Why would you go to Facebook whenever they leaked your data? They done harvested all your stuff. But you'd be surprised how many people don't know that, right? That's why I don't understand how you can't know that because it's been everywhere. Like, how many Congress hearings have they been to? Whistleblowers. How many? How much stuff has there been at? Man? And people still on there. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't want to know. And interview that too. A hundred people, and I get you'd be surprised how many people I believe you don't even know who the president is. Mm. Mm. I don't know about that. I, I guarantee you. That president? There's a lot of people. You know what? You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably oh, yeah. right, man. Yeah. I believe you. You're going to say China? Right. <laughs> oh, man. No. That's crazy. But yeah, everybody yeah, be in their own attention. space, though, man. People yeah. be in their own space. A lot of people don't pay attention. Right. But I think that Coinbase is going to change. And see, like me, I don't about. even think about it because I figure they, everybody's doing it. So people are like, oh, I don't want to have my information. In my mind, I'm like, they got your information anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got your information. Right. But like, what I don't want to do is just be a willing participant in it, though, yeah. either. Right. Like, for I instance, uh, Ant was helping a guy with his fire stick, right? Mm -hmm. And Ant was like, well, you got to sign up. You know, you got to put your email address and all that. And he was like, no, nah, I don't want to give my information. And what? I was like... Nowadays, right. that's common. That's like right. your phone number. Right. Let me say, uh, you, you do that at like McDonald's, right? I'm trying to get yeah, them You can always change your email. <laughs> right. right. You, you know how many burner emails people got out there? Right. A lot. I know say, I do. I do it up. just to get uh, extra coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Let me create well, something like, real fast. Right. They got 50% right. off. Right. I do. I mean, like, because some of the stuff that I interact with, especially like with the crypto and NFT stuff, man, I don't want my personal stuff 
being out there, right? Mm. It's like my personal email. That's how I know like it's either some BS though too, right? If it comes to this email address, I know it's probably some bullshit. Right. right? But so. that's what I'm saying. A lot of them companies like Facebook, they depend. I ain't gonna say majority, but it's a old older folk. Um, uh, social media. Definitely. So, thank the old Well, they try, that's why they did it. They're trying to bring the young folks back in yeah. because they dying off. Okay. Yeah. It's but business. the younger folks are, have already been introduced to this other world of crypto, NFTs, and the real metaverses that are being built in those spaces. But do these, but what Facebook have done in the past, they bought yeah, they're gonna try to go and, and they would buy, buy the so-called real ones that you yeah, just said. For sure, one hundred percent, one hundred because they have the money. But you know what that's gonna do? Whenever they go and they go buy these things, they better buy them and not say that that we. That's what I was about to say. They may already buy have some and just don't. Right, we, that, that's what they better do. Know. Which is hey, at that point, just don't tell them. Just don't tell them, right? right. We, and that's the only way I really see it being successful, because it's just gonna be. My mom, your mom, your mom, hanging out in Facebook metaverse. But that's, just, <laughs> but that's how it be though already though. Everything is Ooh, owned by a few a people. <laughs> yeah. That's what I can't get into. Right. I can't. How get you into how you gonna have like a hey man? I'm gonna do this multi-million dollar deal, but I'm dressed as the poppin' fresh man from Ghostbusters, right? right? Like how like I don't I don't want any part of it. Like how am I supposed to take you serious? Facebook, I can't take you serious. Yeah, you're gonna no, find out. No, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I mean, uh, I'm definitely. I don't trust in none the of space. none of the social media, but no, uh, absolutely not. It's so necessary, though. But it, it's it's a uh, if and you want to be. Gonna make your, this is how you gonna make your money. Exactly right. But like that's how you go. That's the only reason. If you have got a business on there, then I understand. Right. Yeah. But if you don't. You ain't on social media. Why you, you, business, them, you might as well. Right. right. Why Don't nobody them? care what you ate this morning for breakfast. Nobody. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Be Don't smart. nobody care about you lip singing to this song while you're supposed to be driving. Yeah, be smart, y'all. Just to entertain others. <laughs> That's it. So, Which is why that NFT flex, man. That's why it's blowing up, man. Put it right there in your little avatar. And while you're talking all this mess on Twitter, everybody can see that. Hey man, he do got a board ape yacht club. Maybe I should. NFT right. flex. Yeah. That's what a lot of them are. That's what they're building their hype on right now. I don't think that's sustainable, but that's what it is. And you can't tell me that our society does not live for a flex. We capitalist society. That's, that's, that's what, what we, we do. do. That's, that's what, what we, we do. do. That's why I gotta go have a new car, right? And that's why I gotta go get the new Jays. When they drop, right? I'm standing right. out there in All the rain before. and the cold, right? And that's why all these people doing it. They pay extra. Right, they, they pay them extra to do that because yeah. the flex. Oh, when you get them, where you get them from? What? How you got that already? Yeah, you're right. Now, you do it to millions. Huh. And it's the world. You got to remember, people, it's the world. It's we the ain't world. talking about the United States. We're talking about the whole world. That's why so many people, and that's why I think that Board Ape Yacht Club is not just an NFT at this point. It is now a brand, right? Yeah. They're trying to be a consumer brand. They've teamed up with Adidas. Adidas just did an NFT drop, yep. too. Right. Nike just Nike. bought right. uh, a big NFT yeah. uh, lab. Like, there's so much. I, I think that... There's going to come a time where 
major corporations have to hire a NFT strategist, whatever, director or somebody, yeah. somebody that's an expert in that field to figure out how they can get into the NFT game because they're going to have to. Apple's going to have to do it. Yeah. Amazon's going to have to do it. The big boys. Everybody, yeah. right? They already own it. They, they, yeah. So let me ask you this. How, how do you think this is going to affect, uh, like, uh, the auction houses? Like, what is it? Sodden? Yeah. Um, South Bees? Is South Bees? Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. Anywhere, the place that goes and they auction off different art, and right. you know, it might be a Basquiat, and they might 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 start might seeing. Hurt. Yeah, you might start seeing some wells dry up there because, or they, they, they get ahead of it and, and and get in the game. Well, they figured out a way to fractionalize real life things, right? So, I was watching a video the other day. They took a Mickey Mantle. Uh, mint card, like the rarest one, right? And they took it, they put it in a vault, and they fractionalized it, and they sold shares of it. There's 40,000 people, well, 40,000 shares of this rare Mickey Mantle card. Right. Right. So now they, they're talking about doing it with the U.S. Constitution, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Fractionalizing and having shares of being able to own the U.S. Constitution. Uh... Rare art, like I think the Mona Lisa was supposed to be fractionalized and all this other stuff and everything like that. So, like with the trading card, once it value goes up, so do these shares, right? I forget what the shares start off with. It was like, I think $20, $25 per share or something like that. So, once that card becomes more rare, boom, boom, boom. So, if you think about it, Steph Curry, he's already got his leg in there. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry, NFT card, right? They right. These NBA top shot packs that have been out there since like last year those trading cards now everybody got a piece yeah i think like that that that's going to dry up a lot of this yeah stuff like these auction houses and everything like you were talking about because if you can fractionalize that and give everybody a piece of it right i think that drives the value of that piece yeah. now through the roof mm -hmm. because that's old school way you got you mm -hmm. gotta adapt to the youth right exactly because to a, a young person, okay, when you have like a Mona Lisa, do they really care about the Mona Lisa being in their house, being in their bedroom or something like that? Some of them, maybe. But what they really care about is that value. Because that's the way to flex. Right. right. Hey, man, I got a uh, thousand shares of Mona Lisa. Right. What? Prove it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's white. Right? So, mm. Yeah, me and me and Ant need to take your class. Come on, man. And I got an artist. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't here that she day. She know she who can't. I'm talking you about. You wasn't here. You wasn't here that day. Oh. Mm. Jordan. I'm what with. We talking about the uh, Barbara picture? Yeah. Nah, I don't think. Nah. Nah, he wasn't here that day. I got it in the car. You got it. So, all right. What do you think is a? Uh, it's all community, right? That that's the biggest aspect of it. It's all community based. Barbara, Barbara. What's a way to help build up the barber world, right? And there was one project that I saw, what they did, they were, it's an NFT project. Every person that holds this NFT now becomes, uh, you, you, all you gotta do is apply, but it's a group of venture capitalists. 
Everybody that holds the CMT, you now have a direct line to money. Right. All you got to do is come with an idea. Right? So when you think about like that kind of stuff, those bases, you, how can you crowdfund? Maybe you want to open up a stupid, dope barbershop, right? Right. Maybe you want to fund a barber college. How you do that, right? Build a community, create a collection, sell a collection, royalties, royalties. Yeah. Barber's Everybody retirement. that holds this now, now, right? You, if you want to create an elite club, right? You got to hold this NFT. If you just barber's elite club, you, you can verify it now. That you create an alpha channel, right? On Discord. Right. That you, you don't have access to this channel unless you have this wallet that verifies that you have this NFT. Right. So now, whenever it comes down to this opportunity, that opportunity, prestigious jobs, right? Things like that. Think about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's such a rabbit hole that you can go down that NFTs open the door. Yeah, anything can be an NFT. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you some off the camera. Yeah, man. Anything I'm saying like if you think NFT. about what is something that a community can come together and create. Right. right? Yeah. Whether it be anything, right? Smart village. Right. So could our podcast be NFT? Yeah. yeah. And we you, sell yeah. each each, uh, each episode. episode as an NFT. You absolutely can. I think somebody already doing theirs. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I seen that. Wow. It's a real thing. I think I seen that. So already. yeah, like yeah. like these people that have these huge followings. Like I think. Um, so so Rummy the Paul Rummy. brothers, man, they did something like that. Yeah. They were selling uh, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul. They're selling like YouTube videos and stuff like that as NFT. Oh, they got a million of YouTube videos. Yeah. Okay, so tell me to play then. If you have something, say you already have a, a item. Mm-hmm. Uh, a you di- were talking about art, so say a digital piece of art. Mm-hmm. What's the play to get it to be an NFT? NFT, yeah. You just got to. It's called process of minting, right? Uh, I, I'm not going to go to the technicals. I don't really understand it and everything like that. But what you do is basically you upload it, you mint it, and now it's on the blockchain. Is it a cost for you to mint it? I think it's a, yeah, a little transaction fee. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm not 100 on details, but there's definitely like, it's a, it's not that hard of a process. It's not a tough process. So how do we, nah, I wait to off camera. Yeah. So, hmm. you're going to make me not be able to sleep tonight. you be thinking. Yeah. You're going to be like me when I first learned. Because, I mean, seriously, like, the mm. there's so many different avenues yeah, and applications yeah. that can be had from it. And that's why I really think that every real major corporation is going to have somebody that's an expert in that field in their front office. Right. And it's going to be a valuable asset to be able to know and understand what NFTs are. So when I say that this is early, still tip of the iceberg. Still early. Yeah. Still early. Stupid early. So anybody with a business mm-hmm. yeah. should mm-hmm. document their whole entire process. Yeah. Oh, boom. Yep. That could and be. if the business jumps off, you have all these things that you could... You know, yep. whether it be you was at a business, I mean, you know, we were sitting at dinner and we like, oh, let's do this idea. And we get the napkin mm-hmm. and start writing plans or 
diagram or schematic or whatever else. Mm -hmm. But should you date it? Do you date everything? Why not? There was a guy, so one of the, I think it was like $6 million an NFT sold. It was a, a digital artist. His name is Beeple. And this dude, for 5,000 days, he just took a picture. 5,000 days. Took a picture. Of what, the, like different stuff? Or? Different stuff, himself, right. whatever. How many right? years is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> like for 5,000 days, right, right? And created this one big piece and sold it for $6 million as an NFT. 6.6. I'm not even going to play him on that. 0. 0.6. $6.6 million. Dollars. Just a bunch of photos. Bunch of photos. Did all the photos like make a, a You just, you a just piece? Can, yeah, and one big pick, right? Like it, I mean, it's a big square. Yeah. Of all these squares. Man, I got So it's like the, uh, the the barbershop uh Yeah, but like real small. Real small. Real small. So if you push it, you can open it up, you can see the pictures or not? No. <laughs> uh, so they yeah, you zoom in hands. <laughs> wow. But no, nah, but what six I'm saying is, I'm, I'm trying to understand. So it's just squares of pictures. Yeah. But you know how sometimes you you they'll take a bunch of photos and like make a bigger. So these pictures is like a, a like, like say a instance, Martin Luther King. You know they got a bunch of little photos, but the, but the picture. Yeah. If you're looking at it, it look like Martin Luther King, then you look closer, you see all the other little... Yeah, right, like, yeah. Is that how his is, or his is just a square? bunch of dots. <laughs> With just that. Oh, that's just... That's what I'm saying. So, like, he took... Him. So, he's, he's also, like, an artist, right? So, like, pictures that he would do, he put them in there, too, also... Random like photography pictures and stuff. Like, and a the bunch. check on that was what? Six point six million dollars. We trying to look at it from what we already know, because mm. this is so new. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to like. It's hard to comprehend. Untrain yourself. Right, you gotta untrain yourself first. Right, because we don't really know what that future looks like. Because so much of this stuff came. Technology changes all the time, right? Right. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff just came about recently, so we don't know. And also, I think it is, we still, even though we are using digital money, we mm-hmm. still think about physical money at the same right. time, even right. though the majority of people don't even carry cash. Right. We still subconsciously think of our cash, our money, Got even though we're swiping. In a bank, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but right. we still think of it as physical money we can mm-hmm. hold and and that's what we don't do with the, the crypto or the NFT money. We don't right. we don't see it as the same. I've gotten to a point where I start thinking about denominations in different ways, right? So whenever I talk to people about in, in the NFT world and I'm talking about Ethereum blockchain, I'd be like, hey, oh, no, man, that was only 0.1 ETH, right? I don't say it was $400 or something like that, right? I don't I don't think like that. I just speak in crypto terms. Right, man, and, and that whatever denomination it is then, right? And there's different ecosystems though too. Like I I'm all my not all my NFTs, but the majority of my trading that I do on NFTs are Ethereum and Solana. And Solana because they don't really have these fees, like huge fees. Ethereum has can have very exorbitant fees, right? Their gas fees can be rough 
Mm-hmm. Right. So that's something for a new NFT trader or somebody getting introduced into NFTs. Be aware if you're going to uh, interact with Ethereum, there's going to be some fees. Right. So that's going to eat up part of whatever capital mm-hmm. that you're trying to deploy into that market. Right. Yeah. So it's like buying stocks back in the day. They used to charge. Right. Hit you with that commission for trade and, and everything that. like that. Yeah, right. Same yeah. thing. Well, like Ethereum, they have these gas fees. Because they're transitioning to um, a different way that they operate, right? And they secure their system. The current way that they operate, they have to incentivize the miners and the people that uh, keep the ecosystem rolling, right? Mm-hmm. In the computers. And they do that via gas fees, right? And sometimes these gas fees can rise. Like if there's a big NFT project minting, like you can see gas fees up in the thousands of dollars Whoa. and yeah yeah they get they get pretty rough and they call it it's called a gas war and you prioritize where you are in line right if you think about it on this blockchain the the more money you're willing to pay the higher you go up in this priority right so if you really 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 want this nft and you know it's going to sell out Right. Immediately, you're going to hit that that fee, right? Yeah. And it it just keeps climbing. Every time somebody wants to skip somebody in line, it climbs higher and higher and higher and higher. So you think you've got thousands of people trying to get the same thing all at once? It's like the housing market right now. Man, mm. like I one time, one time I saw gas, watched a NFT drop, and the gas wars caused uh, the fees to get up to like. $15,000. Dang. $15,000. That Just you don't fees. get in, in fees. You don't get nothing. Right. You don't get nothing out of that 15000 right? And that's not including what you had to pay to get the, for the NFT, though, too. Right. right? So, so they might be scared of Robin Hood to come and try to take over like they did with the stocks. Well. With the no fees, it may happen. I ain't saying but, Robin Hood, something like Robin Hood. But that's the Robin Hood. I ain't no saying way. Robin Hood. I'm right, but I'm just saying like, like there's no way that you can avoid it right now because that's yeah. that's just the blockchain. If you're gonna interact with Ethereum, that's, that's just what, what it is, what it right? Is. It don't matter if it's Robin Hood, Coinbase. It don't matter who it is. Yeah. Right. But they are going through a transition, which hopefully next year those gas fees should be shouldn't be an issue, right? Mm-hmm. They're going through moving from what was a proof of work system man now we're going into a whole nother conversation right though, but yeah. it was a proof of work system going into a proof of stake system which lowers the fees on ethereum okay it should be one fee you would think yeah you would think but that's just the sure. way that the system was built yeah they don't they hustle they hustling right now so they got their money up they got their money up man definitely but it was just like uh, Back in the day, whenever it was, because you got to remember, it started off at cents, right? Dollars. So it's not like the system understands that, hey, I understand that this is $16,000 worth of Ethereum, right? But to me, it's only point whatever, or maybe it's two Ethereum. But back whenever it was created, whenever that algorithm and that code was created, it was only basing that off of cents back then, right? Mm-hmm. So these transaction fees were never expected to be up into the $16,000 realm or anything like that. Right. You would think. You would think. 
Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the technical code yeah. developer guy, but yeah, they got to fix it. That's the plan. But once they do, I think that uh, Ethereum is going to be the workhorse. So, Joe, you, you feel like you have it now? No. Somewhat. You started off here. Are we here? This is the only thing that I learned something and still don't know. <laughs> He, but you but did I'm learn something. I did learn something. Do you right. feel like you're overthinking? Uh, no, I'm just not going to think about it. I'm just going to learn about it. set in. Right. All right. Yeah. There you go. So what Would we you... need to do for everybody out there, what we need to do is uh, start research. You say YouTube's good. YouTube is perfect. Uh, perfect place to start with. That's exactly where I started. And then join the discords. Yeah. Um Join the Discord. As a matter of fact, man, y'all might want to look into uh, starting your own little Discord eventually down the road. Well, we about to be students of yours. All right. Well, we're going to start a Discord together then, fellas. And Okay. I'm serious. Have, uh, all right. Let's do it. I'm serious. Because, like, once you start a Discord and then say we do do a NFT drop or something, right? We do do a collection. We need to put that on the list for uh, 2022. 2022. And we do start have the network. Well, we had a network, Yeah. Though. Start small. Small collection, put it out there. What do you think the use case should be? Figure out how you could provide value to the people that would own one of your, part of your collection, right? Uh -huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll sit down and do that then. There you go. Free haircuts. Where are you? No, I'm no. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, okay. Think about that. it, right? Right, no. over. But well, I'm saying, like, I mean, you get what I'm saying. Like, you got to figure out what's going to create value for. I have to gave out a lot of free information for people to make money. There you go. So, and they call those, writing it down. And they, they call those alpha exactly. Groups. They call those alpha groups. So, right. It, it, right. It's the same so, thing. That's what you do. Y'all create an alpha group, right? But you know what you do at that point, though, right? You wow. got to provide value. Don't be coming with some rando, non-successful calls and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to have value. Somebody's got to see that, hey, man, this dude is actually pretty consistent. He's good at it. Right. Right? Then they want to follow you. Then they want to buy your NFT. Then they want to be a part of the community. that Because they got trust in you. They got faith in you that you right. know what you're talking about. So... Okay, okay. All right. All right. So, uh, any other questions? No, that's it for me. That's it on our episode uh, with Jordan Harper. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Be looking for our man. NFT Appreciate pretty soon. Absolutely. Yep. We the Blueprint. Yep. Merry like, Christmas. Merry subscribe, Christmas. Subscribe, share. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Hanukkah, whatever. Single to All of them. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Peace out.